0: This is your Woo Woo Best Friend, a show about attainable transformation. Hey, it's Andy. Welcome back to the show. I'm recording from the cabin up in the forest. It's occurred to me that some of you don't even know about this special little place that I manifested last year. It's my forest retreat house. I love coming here to write, to get creative, to get outside to just get cozy, and it's been such a lovely weekend here with my husband. He's been out fishing. That's one of his new hobbies, and I've been doing a lot of writing. I have finished outlining what will become my next book. If you haven't checked out my other books, you can grab Wonderful, which is a book about road trips, um, Off the Beaten Path, Artistic destination style road trips for women, it would make a really great holiday gift. Or Elemental, which is nourishing rituals connected to nature as told through the lens of Ayurveda and yogic technology and astrology, would be great for you, but also a great gift as well. So I'm working on what will become my next book. And then I got this. Okay, it's been like brewing in me for a little while. I started working on a novel, and it's fiction, obviously, a novel, and I've got some character development that I've already started working on, and then I wrote my first 1,500 words yesterday, and I'm going to spend a little bit more time writing today, but I'm feeling really excited and really lit up to do this, so I'm sharing it here because I would love for you to hold me accountable to this, so send me a note and ask me how the novel's going. Today's episode, I want to focus on creatives as entrepreneurs and why I believe creative people make for the absolute best entrepreneurs. So first, creatives. Are natural at business. Why? Because business is inherently creative. It's all storytelling. It's all magnetizing attention to your work. It's about pivoting to overcome challenges in real time. And I believe that the brands and the businesses that excel in the future will embody creativity and kindness I know they're often seen as soft skills, but truly they are so essential. My goal here, as you know, is to deprogram how you're supposed to do business, and I'm using air quotes as I say, as you're supposed to do business, in favor of intuitive flow meets practical, proven Strategy. So think about the brands that you're obsessed with and think about the ones that you really trust and admire and think about what their characteristics are. There are so many brands out there that when you see them, you feel like they just get you. They just get you. So when you think about creating your own art, or your own brand, or monetizing your passions, think about how you, as a kind, caring, creative can show up in a way that helps you to monetize your magic. Here's some of the things that we are really good at as kind, caring creatives. We make magical relationships happen. We listen. We hold space. We go the extra mile. I have to tell you, with this whole thing that's been going on over on my Instagram... It's grown 10,000-plus followers in the last 30 days. I am literally trying to answer every DM possible because I want to go the extra mile for people, even if they're not my client and they just are asking for some help. And the DMs, I want to do that for people. I want to go the extra mile. We do whatever we can to tune into the hearts of our people. And then in turn, that means our businesses grow And our clients love us, and we love them. And then there becomes this shared loyalty. We're also intuitive innovators. We are nonconformists who challenge the status quo. We make moves when we need to. If something isn't working for us, we ideate and tap into our secret genius to pivot as many times as we have to to get it right. We also feel things deeply. We're often empaths. And even when it hurts, we persist. Our creation is often a reflection of who we are. It's a reflection of our inner world. We understand deeply rejection. We've lived with perfectionism. Oh my gosh, am I not a recovering perfectionist? Full full Fully through and through. I absolutely am. And I know so many of you feel that same way. We feel imposter syndrome. It never truly goes away. We've been overwhelmed with ideas and feelings, and then we get stuck and we're not quite sure of what to do but then we move forward one step at a time. So if you're an innovator, a storyteller, a problem solver, if you know that you genuinely care, if you're also really great at cultivating attention to your work, if you're relationship oriented, if you're optimistic and empathetic and generous, if that is you, you are likely really made to be someone who is monetizing their passion and I would Also add, you were made to be in business, to be a business owner. And there's this idea that sometimes we hear out there that business is bad, it's capitalism is bad, but the reality is it's the society that we live in. And while I think there are corporations out there and so much greed that is not inherently good for us as a collective, I believe the people in this community, when they create businesses When they become entrepreneurs, you are building obsession-worthy brands of the future that brings all of that genuine, heartfelt, empathetic nature into what you do. And I think those are the businesses that we want for the future in our world. So I want to talk a little bit about the world of entrepreneurship, specifically exploring the signs that indicate that you are ready for this. Because let's face it, the idea of starting your own business can be exhilarating and equally daunting. It can be joy-filled and so scary. You might be wondering if you actually have what it takes to succeed, if you can handle the risks, if you can make the transition from a comfortable job to the unpredictable world of entrepreneurship. And I'm not suggesting by any means that you have to leave your nine to five to become an entrepreneur. You can start something that is a side hustle at first. And I don't love that word hustle, but oftentimes that's what it feels like. You're doing it on the side, outside of your nine to five. I actually think that's a great way to begin because you have that, you have that, safety of your day job while you're building something. For me, when I left my corporate job, I took a bridge job. I left my corporate job. I was out of that job for at least 6 months. It was during that time that I was living in Spain if you know a bit about my story. And then as I was building my business and writing my book Wonderful, I took a job working for an artist, uh, an artist as a outside sa- outside sales support truly. So, what did that really mean? I was traveling to different art fairs and art shows, representing the artist's work. It gave me a lot of time to work on growing my blog, to write my book, and to build my business at the same time. Because what was important to me was that I was building a business where I could work from anywhere. And this artist gave me the opportunity to do my work from anywhere while I was also supporting growing his brand. So I think that that can be a really great way to start to transition into entrepreneurship is to have a bridge job. So let's talk about some of the things, some of the signs that suggest that you might be ready to take this leap and turn your dreams around having your own Business or becoming an entrepreneur or monetizing your magic into reality. So here's sign number one you have reached the limits of girl bossing. So there was a time where we would all say, okay, the girl boss movement is so empowering. It's inspiring us to embrace our entrepreneurial spirit and pursue our passions. However, there comes a point where the constant hustle and grind of girl bossing leads to burnout and quite honestly, a sense of disillusionment. You feel like you're on this crazy spinning wheel, sacrificing your personal life, your well-being for the sake of someone else's business, usually, and it's time to do a reevaluation of your priorities. True entrepreneurship is not about working so hard that you're completely burnt at all ends. And oftentimes when you're girl bossing your way up the ladder in a job, in a nine to five or in a corporate environment, you get very used to that approach. And so it's almost like you have this addiction to that's the way things are supposed to work. I don't want anyone stepping into the entrepreneurial realm to think you have to work like that. So if you're over that and you're ready to step into something that's more intuitive And in flow with your feminine nature, you can build a business that way. Okay. Another sign. You have been thinking about monetizing your creativity. You've built this like perfectly aesthetic Instagram grid. And you're like, okay, my personal brand, it's out there. But then all of a sudden, it's like just not enough. And nothing's really happening. In today's image driven world, branding is absolutely crucial, 1000%. It will help you to establish your business's identity and attract customers. However, if we're just building this aesthetic Instagram grid and we think that that's how we're going to create success, it's like building a beautiful house with like gorgeous, this gorgeous exterior and a garden and You like drive up, but then the foundation is sand and everything's just crumbling. So if you've been pouring everything into creating this aesthetically pleasing Instagram grid, for example, but you've never sold a single thing, you've got to go deeper. True branding goes way beyond those external appearances. It's about connecting with your audience on an emotional level. It's about building community. It's about providing value that resonates with their needs, their aspirations, and their dreams and goals. So what does that mean if you haven't even started your business? Get ready to to start communicating now like you would communicate if you had something to sell. So start offering so much value and how you are putting your gifts and expertise out there so that when it's time to sell something and you drop that first thing that you're selling, whether it's a course or a product or a service, people already trust you. And while, yes, you have this beautiful brand, you also provide this high level of value. Third sign that you are ready, that you are ready to step into entrepreneurship. Maybe you've become a really good manifester and you've been doing a lot of positive thinking, We know that manifestation has gained a lot of popularity in recent years, and specifically around the power of positive thinking as one of the main approaches of manifestation. Also, visualization to attract your desired outcomes. And I think that that is important. They can be very helpful tools for setting intentions. But being a great manifester is not a magic bullet for building a business. So if you've been diligently practicing your manifestation techniques, and then you're like, hmm, I'm ready to manifest the business, and then nothing is really happening, the next step is to take that manifestation skill set that you have, get really comfortable with who you are, step into your worth, release those limiting beliefs, those blocks, and then start to create a strategic plan. And a part of that is also, and I've talked about this on the show before, releasing attachment. So really practicing the law of detachment. So it's like, get great at manifestation, think positive, be optimistic, visualize your success, get strategic, and then detach from the outcome, knowing that you probably are going to have to make some pivots along the way. Okay, fourth sign. You're feeling intellectually stagnant, Almost like you're the smartest person in the room. And when you go into environments that are like networking events, for example, or if you've ever been in a mastermind and you're like, you know what, I'm here and I'm bored and I'm not, ch- I'm just feeling unchallenged and maybe even underutilized in my current reality. So, like at your job, you see how much more potential there is, but that is not a responsibility that you have to help the company to step into that potential that's a pretty clear sign that you're ready for a change entrepreneurship offers so much ever evolving thinking it's such a dynamic way to spend your time and you will constantly be pushed to learn to adapt to expand so if you're craving intellectual stimulation and the opportunity to apply the skills that you have in a really new way, it might be time to step into your entrepreneurial era. All right, here's another one, another sign. You have really learned to trust your intuition and now you're ready to navigate with strategy. I talked about strategy a minute ago. You know, I think it's really important. As you gain experience and confidence in your ability And you develop a stronger sense of intuition and you feel like it's helping to enable you to make decisions based on your specific internal feelings, those feelings in your body. When we talk about human design, maybe that's a gut feeling. If you have sacral authority, maybe that's a feeling in your heart. If you're more of the emotional authority or it's just this inner instinct, if you have splenic authority. If you are getting really good at that, it could be time to step into entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship requires a balance of intuitive insight and strategy. So when you begin to make moves into entrepreneurship, you can really excel if you trust your instincts and then also back up your decisions with sound reasoning and a really well-defined plan. Okay, sign six that you are ready. You have a deep, deep belief in your potential. This is not an easy thing to cultivate. It is really scary to step into our worth. And at the heart of so many successful entrepreneurs, there lies a deep-rooted belief And either their ability or their conviction that what they are creating is really necessary for the world. And then that's how they start to create great things. If you have that self-belief and you're willing to work hard and learn from your mistakes and you want to create something that actually makes a difference for people, it could be time for you to go for it. I want you to consider before you rush into quitting your job or diving headfirst into the entrepreneurial world that it's really crucial to approach any transition like this with a measured and thoughtful plan. I also want to mention this. There's this idea that entrepreneurship and manifestation as well is about taking inspired action. And I actually believe it's more about taking confrontational action. So what does that even mean? Well inspired action would mean like I'm feeling it, I'm ready to go for it. And everything within me is getting that self belief, that self worth, that confidence really going. And so I'm I'm stepping I'm stepping forward, I'm taking action. When you decide you're going to start a business, monetize your art, monetize your creativity, You actually will have to confront your reality in a really new way, especially if you're leaving a nine-to-five job, for example. For me, I looked at taking inspired action as the path, and I started doing that, and then all of these things began to confront me in regards to my reality. My reality was fully... was was going to look incredibly different than it ever had before. And I don't know that I was fully expecting that. So what I had to do next, rather than just take inspired action, I had to take that confrontational action, confronting a new reality every day. That's why I decided to take a bridge job. Would I have ever thought I was going to take a bridge job? No. I wouldn't have considered that that would be the path. But all of a sudden, I was looking at the bank account, I thought I was ready to go. I thought I had the money that I needed in order to make it happen. But there was moments that the bank account got really scary. So I was like, hey, I'm going to confront this by taking a bridge job. There were times where I tried things that I thought was going to be the path, the way forward, and then those things didn't work. So I had to confront that reality and accept that failure was going to be a part of the journey and move forward with that confrontational reality. So I encourage you to think about what you're going to have to confront as you begin to monetize your magic. I can recall the days so clearly when I knew that my creativity, that my potential was no longer being fulfilled at work in my corporate life. And there were years before that where all I wanted was to excel with that company. And then I got to this point where I was like, is this the legacy I'm going to leave behind? And there was never a moment where I did not love the people that I worked with. I absolutely did. But I knew I had to take control of my destiny and embark on a new path. And that has completely transformed my life. I was making a six-figure salary. I was absolutely terrified that I would never make that amount of money ever again. And then guess what happened? I sold a $26,000 mastermind. I booked a $50,000 brand partnership. I booked a $75,000 corporate client. By the end of year two, I had booked $250,000 in consulting revenue. And by the end of year three, I had made a million dollars in my business. I had to embrace that entrepreneurial spirit within me Start exploring. Get comfortable with making those confrontational pivots. Get really good at self-discovery. And those thoughts of, oh, I don't know how I'll ever make this amount of money ever again, I quickly was able to release that as things started to happen. And it was not just one foot after the ne- another. There was a lot of like dancing around in the meantime. But taking the first step and believing in yourself and embracing what potential you truly have is the first step. So I hope this has been helpful to you. If you have not yet taken the free master class that I'm offering inside of the UnSchool, go give that class a watch. We're offering it all the time. I've got the link in the show notes for you. Go take Go take the class. It's going to help you to start thinking about how to launch your very first thing, whether it's a digital product, a service, an offering. some of the tips and strategies that have worked for me. It's also going to tell you a lot about what my process was moving through my entrepreneurial eras. And I hope it inspires you and that it's really helpful to you. So go check that link. It's in the show notes. And the whole intention is to deprogram how you are supposed to do business by tapping into your feminine flow, your intuitive nature, and using proven practical strategy. That is the complete name of the game for me. If this episode has been helpful to you and you want to share it on social, I would absolutely love that. Share it. Tag me. I love seeing your faces and celebrating what you're working on as well. And pass it on to a friend. If you have a friend that's like right on the verge of stepping into their magic, into their entrepreneurial era, their first era, or maybe they're on the way and they've had a couple of eras already and they're needing a little reminder that they should continue to persist, pass this episode along to them. And if you've not yet left us a review for the show, I would absolutely love if you drop down onto the app that you're listening to this show on and leave us a review. I will be back again next week with a brand new interview. We have a couple more interviews between now and the end of the year. And we've got a big announcement coming about the show. I will share it before we get into season four. What I will tell you is, you all have been loving the Unschool episodes. So, We're making some moves on the show. And I'll tell you about that super soon. Thanks for being here. Much love. I'll see you back here next week. Signing off. See you soon.